Hi everyone, welcome to the first season of CHI Amped, a podcast by the Centre for Healthcare Innovation. I'm your host, Chit Rostina, and in this episode, we have Dr. Douglas O'Loughlin, Principal at the Tao of Thriving, an Associate Consultant at Civil Service College, who will share what Organisational Development, or OD, is all about and what it means in healthcare. So happy you can join us for this session, Douglas. Thank you so much for inviting me, Tina. This is lovely to be together. And you know, you're a name that often comes up on the topic of OD, and you've provided consultancy to public, nonprofit, and private sectors for more than 30 years. Yeah, well, you know, I'm quite old and I have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know how we all respect Yoda as okay, well. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you're probably you. like the Yoda of OD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so for those listeners out there, you know, Douglas is also a TEDx speaker and he has also written a book on facilitating transformation. So could you share more about yourself and your work then? Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, I'm originally from New York and um, I started coming to Singapore in the late 80s when I was at OD at uh, AT&T in the US. Um, and first I was in IT, then got into OD, which was quite amazing. Yeah. How did that happen? I mean, oh, that is a <laughs> story so for different. another day. So after I left AT&T, I was invited to a wedding dinner in here. Mm-hmm. So I flew back. It was, I had frequent flyer miles. And while I was here, somebody said, can you do these projects and all that? And end up staying. That was 30 years ago. It's really quite amazing. So it's true. You can, you can still find love at a wedding um, event. I, I found love in the work. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, since then I've done work, like you said, in all the sectors. I've done projects in like 20 over countries, uh, with all different levels and industries. It's really been, um, yeah, it's really been amazing. And nowadays, uh, well, you know, I was at a civil service college full time in the government for nine, 10 years. Now a lot of work also in the healthcare sector. And also in like the, in the nonprofits, community work and all that. So my life has turned out better than I could have imagined. You know, you can imagine the gratitude for that. Yeah. And yeah, we are full of gratitude for your help yeah. in OD as well. Yeah. <laughs> so now, can you tell us what are some of the challenges for organizations these days and how can they continuously change and transform in order to be more impactful externally and healthier internally? Well, I think there's a lot of challenges and I'm sure everyone listening has, you have your own version of ideas uh, that make it complex and challenging. Uh, you know, there's an overload of information. We have lots of technology, right, to assess and learn and, and how to use that effectively. Um, it's interesting, a lot more emphasis on uh, managing really diverse stakeholders, I think, than there was in the past. Um, of course, there's uh, much more, right? To be effective, I, I find uh, it's. I think it's an easy fit in healthcare, right? To say that you know, like many of you out there, or actually all of you here, right, are yeah. in some ways taking care of people's health, and OD, right, is just looking at organization health. Um, and you know, you could say that organization is more complex, but I'm not sure about you, but I know some pretty complex individuals <laughs> that also to get them to change yes. uh, is is also you know, can be challenging as well. So I think that's, that's what OD is about is how, um, you know, how do we make things, uh, healthier for, for teams and for organizations and systems, just like we do for individuals. I think that's a, a pretty good example. So how do we look at the parts and the whole and how that, how that all uh, fits together? Um, how do we make sure we're paying attention to the wider environment to see what that 
the impact it means for us. Yeah. Okay. So then can you share what being healthy looks like? Yeah, that's a really good question, right? Um, well, if I, again, do the parallel between yeah. individual and organization. Um, so let's say an individual uh, decides to run a marathon, just to choose an example, right? Mm-hmm. So they need to do a lot of things to be, you know, they have their mission, right? Their goal is yes. to run a marathon, especially if it's their first one, right? And then it's the, their their equipment and their training and their fitness and their what they eat and all those kind of things that go into it. And and maybe to get a little injury or a nagging thing mm-hmm. and they need to heal and get back on track, right? So that would be an individual who has a mission and wants to be healthy enough to achieve the mission. So at an organization level, um, it's, it's quite similar, right? So I, I, I do think of it in three levels. So one is there's a mission, right? Which is taking care of, of the, the, the patients, the families, the, the system, you know, and all the different stakeholders. So there's that mission to do that, mission yes. and strategies to achieve. Then when people come to work, right, we want to create our, our mission for that is for people to find it energizing, engaging, um, supportive uh, culture, those those kind of things. And then for each person to come into work every day feeling like they're they're contributing and they're learning, even on Mondays. What How is a great that? feeling? So, so really, it's about it's about igniting passion in um in the individual to contribute back to the organization. Is, is yeah, that yeah. am I right? Would, would yeah. that be accurate? Yeah, then? yeah I think and I think that's the uh, that's why it's such a good metaphor. It's a, it is the individual and the system interacting, and of course, in between, there's teams and clinics and and yeah. and those kind of things, and of course, external is the community. But I think that's a good way to look at it. Okay, so um, well, those are that's a really, really helpful anecdote. And but how can our listeners, you know, support healthier healthcare? In my mind, I, I have a few things right that yeah. I think anyone in any organization can pay attention to and and see if there's something they might want to do. Right. So one that everyone can relate to is teams and meetings. Right. We're all part of teams. We all attend yes. lots of meetings. Right. So everyone, let, let, think about the quality of the team that you're in and also how your team interacts with other teams. In the OD, we have a framework called Grippy, you know, which is paying, like, how are we aligned on our goals? Do we understand our goals? Yeah. Do we understand our roles? Do we have processes and norms that help us meet our goals? Yeah. And what about the quality of the interactions between people? So at a team level, that's one checklist to think about, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about the teams. And also meetings, we spend so much time in meetings. And people often ask me, you know, how can we change the culture, right? Yeah. And in my opinion, if you want one simple but power, power, powerful idea <laughs> is um, to think about meetings because okay. we tend so many, like who does the talking uh, what are the quality of the conversations? How are decisions made? All of those things are really good indicators of the health of a system, you know, how we run our, our meetings. So like, if you want a simple thing to do is, yeah, pay attention to those, but even like debrief a meeting afterwards yeah. and take two minutes. How was the meeting? How can we make the next meeting better? You know, I think that would be one. And the other one, you know, here we are in the Center for Healthcare yes. Innovation, right? Yes. And <laughs> I, I think innovation, when, when you try to go directly at innovation, it, it's not always so simple. So sometimes no, the language isn't. I use it is like pain points and possibilities. So I think 
if we pay attention to our own things, our own pain points, that we find ourselves complaining or we hear other people complaining, you know, maybe meetings are too long or maybe uh, we keep talking about the same thing over and over and nothing seems to get done. So if we hear those things, it's like, hey, is there something we can do about that? Yeah. And the other one to be, which I do think leads to innovation is like something we're passionate or possibilities, like a common one nowadays is uh, uh, people want to be us to be more green, right? Yes. So it's like, take that on and say, what can we do to be more green? And I think that generates, those are tangible things we can do if we find the pain points and uh, the possibilities. The last one, um, and again, we pay attention a lot in OD to the power dynamics in a system, right? So anyone, if you're in a top space, um, simple advice is think about how you can spread responsibility through your system and not take on too much. If you're in a kind of a, you know, more ground, if you're closer to the ground and you see things that are happening, how can you bring those ideas up to higher level people who can help influence policies and those kind of things? And if you're in that sandwich, you're in a sandwich, you're a sandwich, yes, right, Tina? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm the, so, right. the ham in between. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing is when, when we're sandwiched in the middle, there's yeah. a temptation just to try to like pass things through. And yes. when we say in that middle space is, you know, step back and say, hey, what's what's best for the system? What kind of stand can, can we each take when we're, when we're in that situation? I don't know. Those are a couple of yeah. ideas. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of that and, um, you know, about being sandwiched and having the top management and all that. Now, how can leaders and management members of the organization support one another towards fulfilling our mission for population health? Uh, I think all of us, uh, I think this uh, population health is so exciting, right? I mean, yes. it, it's, it's so important. And, um, you know, the possibilities for society, both again, you know, this individually yeah. and um, from a society Correct. level, it's, it's, uh, it's time. It's really time to, to get better yes. at this, right? So I'm glad we're focusing on that and to answer your question. So this one to me, I think there's, there's two things, right? So, the first is is to think partnership, right? Because we're no longer doing a job and, you know, taking care of a family or a patient or a technology, whatever. I think it's to see ourselves in partnership with the whole system. Who else is serving um, the, the family or the patient? Yes. Who else, you know, can get involved in this? So we, we are see, so see ourselves as part of a, a, an ecosystem of support and we're all in this uh, together, you know, is, mm. is the key. The other thing, um, I'm, you know, that TEDx talk that I did was on polarity. So I'm kind of a, I, I really oh, do share think with us more about in that. polarities. Yes. And, you know, polarities are things where there's things that seem opposite, but actually yeah. they're interdependent. So this idea of population health, right, mm -hmm. is how do we go upstream okay. and help people stay healthy, live healthy lifestyles. Yeah. And then also downstream where we have to take care of people who maybe are not well, right? Yeah. So those seem like they're actually opposite, uh, opposite but they're not, right? Because, you know, if we take care of the upstream, then downstream becomes easier in a sense that, well, you have the illnesses. Because they don't come back. Because they don't come back yeah. as much or, you know, if they're caught earlier then you know, with better mm. screening and all that, then if we're caught earlier, then the, when we deal with it, the healthcare system, it's a little bit easier to yes. deal with those kind of things, right? So I would say a question for all of us to ask, yeah. right, is how can I or, or how can we, you know, support population health, right? Upstream and downstream. 
So if you're, for example, if you're a community health worker, your focus is more upstream, um, but that, but you can still really pay attention to the health of the people that you interact with in the community. And if you're more the downstream, you know, if you're uh, doing acute care, or if you're a surgeon, you, you know, you still um, have, to, you know, you have to be effective yes. in your surgery or whatever, but it's also to keep track of the patients and help them take more ownership of their health. So, so they will then go out and take better care of themselves. So it doesn't recur those, those kind of things. So upstream, downstream partnership, I think to me, we're, we're on the way. Yeah. Oh, great. That's, that's really good to hear. Now, um, with, okay, going back to your experience, right? Oh. Now with such a varied lineup of organizations that you've worked with, what was the biggest challenge or most memorable experience you have had as an organizational development consultant? Well, it, it has been many years, so I have... <laughs> you would have many ups, good memories, I'm sure. And ups and downs, and but it's always worth uh, an effort, right, to mm. make a system healthier for, you know, for, yes. the, for the greater good, right? So maybe I'll just mention one that I've been working on with, I guess, over the last year and, and continue to work on a continuous basis and in the sector. So, you know, IHIS, right, which is the uh, yes. kind of the healthcare sector, uh, IT. Um, and it's a really challenging space and it's very complex. Right? IT in itself with all the technology changes, competition for IT talent is really high. So that is pretty complex. And then on the sector side, um, Got all the different clusters to manage, and the Ministry of Health, and 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 of course the entire sector and the GPs, and 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 so it's 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 really complex. And I working with them, I see the intentionality and effort they're putting into um, to be more effective internally and and well in the way they partnership with everyone out partner. And yeah, it's it's difficult, but I, I it's it's good to seem to be an honest and open about their problems, their challenges, and their aspirations to me, that's the uh, really important part. Yeah. And if I take one from the past, uh, the one that pops up for me is um, because it was so memorable and also challenging. Mm -hmm. You know, we, MSF, right? Yes. Just the, yes. The Ministry of Social and Family Development. Correct. I say that one was, was over probably a year or so. And MSF came up with this really great idea to pull together like nine government agencies and social workers from all across the country uh -huh. to come together and see how can we work together to support the families that have multiple challenges and to bring all those people aligned on processes and how to that's, work together. That's a lot of working It parts. was a <laughs> lot of work. And some, some agencies jumped in. Uh, some took a long time to yeah. see how it would all work, right? Because they all have their own plans to help families. And, and then the social workers, you know, um, they were also wondering how to fit in, you know, with the government and all that. How, how do you manage to like unite them for, you know, for them to think that, okay, there's this one goal that we are working towards. How did yeah. you, how, how did that come together then? That's such an interesting question because I feel like it's actually, we, we just talked about population health, right? So everyone agrees that population health is good. Every, in this case, everyone agreed that helping families with challenges is good, right? So yeah. the, the North Star is quite clear and yes. everyone is aligned is everyone understands that and agrees with it. The challenges are the how. Mm, yeah, they're always because they all have their own thinking and correct. 
and their own policies and procedures and ways of doing things. So it was more about getting people aligned on the how to okay. do it in a way that, well, it goes back to like, okay, this works for us mm-hmm. within our systems and it also serves the greater good. So I think that's how the, the how comes together is in that question, you know, how can you come on board with this, you know, larger policy in yeah. a way that doesn't disrupt your operations too Correct. much? So I think that's how it, how it worked. And it took time, obviously, to do that. So it's more of uh, everybody adapting adapting to go towards that goal together yeah, rather than changing what Changing the way they already are. Yeah. And, and yes, exactly. And do you see the parallel with population health? Yes. I mean, everyone agrees yes. with population health. That's not the issue. Yeah. We, we all agree. <laughs> it's how are we going to get there together? Exactly. And, okay. that's, and that's what we're embarking now, right? As, as, yeah. a, as a country, really. Yeah. Yes. So it has been said that organizational development is a bit nebulous. Now, you know, having traveled this journey for many years, how do you suggest we measure success? Well, you're right. Um, measurement is indeed a challenge, but I always feel the need to stick up for the profession when it comes to this. Uh, I mean, there's two high-level reasons why it's challenging. One mm. is, to me, well-done OD is like preventive health. Mm. Like if we really take care of ourselves, and then we don't have as many you know, issues down yes. the road, how do you measure that? How do we measure... Issues that we, that never came up. Yes. So I'd like to think that well done OD doesn't need to be measured in that sense. It's just happy to be healthy. Right. And then the second reason is because often we're looking at large systems and, you know, what, what some of the interventions we do are, are just part of a, of, of a lot of other factors in place. So that's always mm. a little bit hard, but I, I, there are ways to do it just. You know, if, if somebody comes in, we have plenty of indicators, <laughs> blood pressure and sugar levels and yeah. all those things that, you know, that we can check, right? And organizations, same way we have uh, stakeholder data. We do employee, you know, we do like climate surveys. We can, we can do polls. Let, let's say there's a specific initiative. Um, we can do polls and surveys along the way to see like to see how, how is it that? Works. Yeah, yeah. Is it working? How's it being implemented? Can we tweak the system? And oftentimes it doesn't have to even be quantitative. It can be us sitting around yeah. and saying, how are we doing? What's working? Uh, and, and being asked to do more, which shows that the system, the leaders find it useful. So I think some of it can be just like that, you know, more, more dialogic and, um, and, and to see what's working really. So Douglas, now I would like you to gaze into that crystal ball for a bit and maybe you can share what is your vision for healthcare in the next five years? Wow, that is such a big question. So <laughs> Tina, you've been asking me questions. Could I throw this one back ah, to you? I'm what the you, host. What's your vision? <laughs> okay, I, I'm just, I've just got to you know, gloss over my crystal ball for a bit. But um, I would say in the next five years, I mean, I can see healthcare and we are working towards that would be there'll be a lot more people taking charge of their own health, you know, with all your smart devices, measuring your footsteps, you know, mobile applications to keep track of your, you know, your food intake as well as exercises and also about healthcare moving back into the, uh, moving into the community. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would think that's, that's what we'll see in the next five okay. years as well. And your I, thoughts? Well, 
I like that, you know, and I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who doesn't believe, you know, health is wealth and, you know, the most important thing is our health and, you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah we say, we say health is wealth, but, you know, our actions sometimes don't yeah. kind of match up to it. So I think this movement um, can increase the level of commitment, right, that each of us have, mm. and I include all each of us, right, yeah. to really live in that kind of uh, lifestyle to be, you know, to live a long healthy life yes. we know it's possible aging doesn't need to mean that we get sick or anything we yes. can do this if we and live well quality aging right i, I think so this is what we're talking i mean that's one of the big focuses here yes. right quality aging the river of life and all that and of course that would also make the strain on the healthcare system uh, at hospitals a lot less yes. um, and we would just be a whole you know a healthier singapore a healthier world or healthier society that's what we want, right? So yes, ownership, exactly. people taking ownership, as you <laughs> mm-hmm. said, of their health, early screening, early uh, whatever screening, that takes. Yes, uh, telemedicine will make life easier for everyone. Yes, and I, I think the recent um, pandemic has already proven that telemedicine works quite well. Yeah, when, actually, when I got COVID, I, yeah. that's what I used, telemedicine. <laughs> it was it was really great, right? Didn't have to leave yes. home, didn't have to risk, you know, spreading COVID to anyone else and got all the care, that kind of thing. So there's many, many things are moving in the right direction. So I guess for all of you out there, I, and I, we're actually all of us, right? But yeah. it's a exciting, kind of challenging journey ahead. And I, I hope everyone, you know, please... Uh, Nourish yourself, take care of yourself, be kind and to yourself and each other. And because we have a lot of really good things to do. And I think, I think it's important to, I don't know, enjoy the journey or something like that. Absolutely. Uh, and live a fuller life, yeah, a healthier you, one. It, and there will be tough days and just to access that part of ourselves. So I just want to say thanks for inviting me on this. No, and, I'm so glad you made time to come and join us. Yeah. Really, it's like having the guru of OD. <laughs> In the house, what a treat. Oh my no, gosh. This was, this was really fun. And everyone out there, I just want to say I really admire and appreciate what y'all do. Love what you do and with deep gratitude. You're a big part of making this all work for us as well. Well, thank you, Douglas. And I hope to see you again. Thanks, yeah. Tina. All right. Take care. You too. And you just heard Dr. Douglas O'Loveland. Principal at the Thou of Thriving and Associate Consultant at Civil Service College, who shared more about organizational development in moving an organization towards workforce transformation. If you'd like to learn more about the Center for Healthcare Innovation, follow us on LinkedIn or visit our website at www.chi.sg.